When I retired, with lots of newfound available time, I enjoyed many travel opportunities. This podcast may encourage you to visit, revisit, or experience virtual armchair travel, learning about exciting new venues. Travel is an excellent vehicle for lifelong learning. Welcome to the What Travel Writers Say podcast. I'm Mike Keenan, your host, and today we explore Canada's cool capital city, Ottawa. A visit to the nation's capital should be unique. Our holiday was wonderful, starting with our hotel, the Andes, which is Hindi for style, intimating something extraordinary. At this byword market hotel, Artwork flourished throughout the hallways, featuring eye-catching landscapes and First Nations creations, many courtesy of the Canada Council for the Arts. From the rooftop lounge, crowded at night, we were treated to spectacular views. The Parliament buildings, the National Gallery, Notre Dame Basilica, and the busy Byward Market itself. When we peered backwards from atop Parliament Hill, the Andaz towered above other buildings, an appropriate metaphor and the ideal location to access market attractions. We walked to the historic Rideau Canal banks by the National Arts Centre to catch a relaxing cruise aboard a quiet 100% electric boat. The stunning French Gothic Fairmont Chateau Laurier Hotel at our backs, we sailed for 1.5 hours to Dow's Lake and back, observing scintillating sights along the way. The bilingual guide easily sallied back and forth from English to French like a proficient federal politician during an election year, expertly briefing us on Ottawa's impressive heritage as we navigated past 30 hand-picked sites. Two embassies, Germany and Armenia, and two universities, the University of Ottawa, the world's largest English-French bilingual university, with 35,000 undergraduate and 6,000 postgraduate students. Dunton Tower, Carleton University's 22-story structure, houses schools, institutes, departments, and research centers. The men and women's varsity basketball teams, the Ravens, are consistently highly regarded. Lansdowne Park, a 40-acre urban park and historic sports exhibition and entertainment facility in the Glebe neighborhood of central Ottawa, contains TD Place Stadium, formerly Frank Clare Stadium home of the Ottawa Red Blacks, who currently lead the Eastern Division of the Canadian Football League, the CFL, and the Ottawa Fury FC of the United Soccer League, USL. It has hosted FIFA tournaments, Summer Olympic Games, and seven Grey Cups. A day earlier, with over 16,000 shouting fans, we witnessed a thrilling rematch of Rio's 2016 Women's Olympic Soccer Bronze Medal Game in Sao Paulo, Brazil, won again this time by Canada. Lanky and highly skilled captain Christine Sinclair helped lead the way against Brazil. She ranked second worldwide in international goals scored by any player, male or female. 
The team looks solid. Goalkeeper Stephanie Labay, fun to watch while executing powerful lengthy kicks. In the evening, a short stroll transported us to the Courtyard Restaurant. Set appropriately in a piazza with flickering candles from surrounding restaurants and a vibrant conviviality combining to energize the night. Despite the inviting 60-seat patio, we ate inside an intimate room built in 1837 of locally quarried limestone. Contemporary black and white photographs of arches and courtyards from around the world adorning the old stone walls. Superb atmosphere. I expected to greet a fur trader or a courier du bois at the entrance. The appetizer roasted beets with chutney and St. Albert brie, along with smoked almonds and, main course, seared New Brunswick salmon were equally delicious. In the morning, we ambled through market shops to a spousal favorite, Paper Papier, on Clarence Street, where we purchased unique greeting cards. Several embassies inhabit the area. Japan, Denmark, Kuwait, but nothing compared to that of the U.S. An unusual high-tech frigate surrounded by protective bollards emitting little aesthetic appeal. Dedicated by Bill Clinton on October 8, 1999, it was the first time in American history that a president dedicated a new embassy. We eagerly visited the National Gallery of Canada near the compelling peacekeeping monument named Reconciliation. Housed in glass and granite and designed by Moshe Safdie, the gallery houses the most comprehensive Canadian artistic collection in Canada, showcasing works by Louis-Philippe Hébert, Tom Thompson, The Group of Seven, Emily Carr, Alex Colville, Jean-Paul Riopel, and Jack Bush. I also enjoyed Ottawa's student art and peering through the gallery's dramatically tall skylights steel girders eclectically framing itinerant clouds that wandered blissfully across the cerulean sky. Outside, Louise Bourgeois' Maman, 1999, a giant black spidery sculpture, stood somewhat scrambled, not knowing whether to sally across the street towards the sun-drenched, gleaming Notre Dame Cathedral Basilica, circa 1841, or slouched southward towards the peculiar sphinx-like U.S. Embassy down the street. Over the course of several days, my spouse and I relished the Byward Market and its adjoining areas. In 1826, Lieutenant Colonel John By established it as one of Canada's oldest and largest public markets. Builder of the Rideau Canal, he laid out the street plan, an area roughly four blocks square. It offered us an array of treasures, museums, cafes, specialty food shops, boutiques, galleries, restaurants, pubs, salons, purses, jewelry, assorted crafts, art, veggie and fruit markets, craft beer, a totem pole, sculptures, flowers, and even wildlife. Wildlife? Yes, unexpectedly, one morning around 3 a.m., there was a visit by a curious Bruin, the kind that does not skate. This inquisitive nomad wandered about the market, doubtless inspired by alluring smells, especially the aromatic beaver tails, recommended for apres skating along the frozen Rideau Canal. Or perhaps it was infatuated by the nearby dancing bear, sculpted by Inuit Pauta Saila. The bare facts? 
Police located the two-year-old 70-kilogram errant black bear perched on a tree behind the Coven restaurant. Tranquilized, it was harmlessly relocated, probably to Boston. Yet, given the addictive nature of Ottawa's famed market, I suspect that we might all soon return to this compelling area, replete with its magnetic attractions. To read my travel articles, go to my website at whattravelwritersay.com. And for travel pictures, go to my Pinterest boards at pinterest.com backslash mustang6648. If you have any questions or comments, contact me at mjk6648 at gmail.com. We conclude each podcast with an appropriate travel quote. Today it's from humorist Mark Twain, who said, I have found out that there ain't no surer way to find out whether you like people or hate them than to travel with them. Thanks for listening. Happy travels and tune in again next week for another What Travel Writers Say podcast.